This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Oh, the burdens a great wizard such as myself must bear low. But we do all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep things like, oh, I don't know, being responsible for the loss of your fellow wizard's immortality all bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to work through whatever's weighing you down. Going to therapy has taught me that I don't have to react to every emotion I feel, even though those emotions are valid. Sometimes taking a moment is all you need to respond in a way that's truer to your values. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash magic today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot slash magic. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. People of Earth. What a week, right? To be honest, I'm a little starved for conversation, what with Craig being broken. I'm not kidding, I would talk to literally anyone. Hey, I, I've got a couple quick things to add. Robot Arnie, shut up. Just a quick reminder about our live Magic Tavern show in Washington, D.C. on November 14th at the Sixth and I Historic Synagogue. Our guest is going to be David Plotz, host of the Slate Political Gab Fest and also the CEO of Atlas Obscura. He's very smart and funny, and it's going to be a weird show. Weird show. There are still some tickets available, so if you're in or around the D.C. area, go to hellofromthemagictavern.com, click on the live show tab, and you can get info on getting them ticks. R.A. If you interrupt one more time, I'm returning your Cosmo Kramer functionality back to factory settings. Now stand back while I remind everyone that alternate dimensions aren't real and to enjoy the show. Hello from the Magic Tavern, a weekly podcast from the magical land of Foon. I'm your host, Arnie Niekamp. If you've never listened to the podcast before, oh, what an exciting time Damn, to tune what in. A great time. What? I feel like everything's changed. I feel like this is a breath of, you know, fresh air. Can we change the podcast to, to fresh air? Change the title to fresh air? Yeah, because I feel like it's a new start. It's a new beginning, baby. I, I think that title is taken. But you know what? If we need to change the title of the podcast, we can do that. Okay. We just got to come up with something that isn't being used already. Okay. What's uh, what are some podcasts on Earth? There no, are which what there are to avoid? so many of them. There's what like eight, ten. There, I mean, millions. How about this? How about uh, my wizard, my Arnie, and me? Uh, too close to something that already exists. That's very close to. Wait, wait, don't tell me. Anyway, two and a half ish years ago, I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King into the magical, fantastical land of Foon. Luckily, I'm still getting a slight Wi-Fi signal from the Burger King. Through the dimensional rift that I use to upload a podcast, I record every week here in the tavern of the Vermilion Minotaur in the prison town of Hogsface, which had been imprisoned by the Dark Lord, but we confronted him with a wizard-killing knife, and he just said, guys, take over Hogsface, I'm out. So, me and my co-hosts, we're in charge of this town now. 
And it's no longer a prison town, baby. Everyone's free. Everybody, we've let everybody out of their cages. Mm-hmm. Let freedom ring. Absolutely. Oh, I, but took, I took Pimbley Nimblebottom down from uh, Swampy McGee's wall. Yeah. So he's he's doing good. Yeah. Everyone is free. Everything is better. Well, now, there is still that giant wall yes. around the city. There's still some vestiges of the time the Dark Lord was in charge. And some of his minions are still here. But now they work for us. Yeah. You know what? I've got to say, from what I've seen, it seems like most to all of his minions are still here. Yes. But, but they work for us. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I've been getting to know the orc ranks. And there are some delightful orcs. Aw. Really? Because you, Usador. big of you. Usador, you hate orcs. I don't hate orcs anymore. What about? They've s- been treated awfully. What about starlings? Ah, uh, fuck starlings. Yeah. I'm glad you thought about it for a second. Yeah, I did. Yeah. But guys, now, look, we can't just go, go about everything sort of chaotically and uh, catch as catch can. Now that we are in charge of this town, we've got to be a little bit more organized. Mm-hmm. Now, now, for instance, Chun, why don't you introduce yourself and uh, explain, like, what you've been running in the former prison town of Hawksface now that we're in charge? Of course. Brahem, hem. Uh, Bing bong. I am Chunt. I am in charge of the guards. I am the head guard in charge of the rest of the guards of, uh, of uh, Hogsface. Wow. And now you're mm-hmm. a talking badger, but you're really I'm a shapeshifter. shapeshifter. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's it like being in charge of the guards now? Because until this, like a week ago, you were just one of the guards, and now mm-hmm. you're the other guard's boss. Yeah. It's Aquam. Yeah. Aquam? Mm-hmm. It's awkward and awesome. Oh. It's awesome because, holy shit, I'm the head of the guards, but so awkward because... You don't want to be in charge of your, you know, yeah. your peers. Like I got promoted above all my friends. Yeah. So now nobody talks to me. You know, I feel like me and Cockroach Clown, me and Wilbear, me and the two all beef patties. Like we just don't. Uh... Wait, they're real? Yeah. That was oh. us. I thought you used their invitations. Oh. I thought they were someone you made up. No. If if I just had fake invitations, I wouldn't make you play two hundred percent stake sisters. Oh yeah, that That's would insane. make sense. Just have you be the uh, two guys standing on top of each other with an overcoat. Oh, that would have been better. Yes, that would have Name been like fun. Borgnine. Yeah, that would have been a lot less Oxward. Oxwam. What? <laughs> Oxfam? It doesn't matter. But, yes, it's uh, it's put a bit of a strain on my relationship with the rest of my previous friends. So I do feel a little bummed, but I have you guys, and we have uh, our podcast, so I feel like things are going. And we've been a p- positive change in Foon. Yeah. And uh, Usador... What have you been... You said, or you're a wizard. I am the wizard. You're Us- the big wizard in charge of Hogsface oh, yes. now. I am Usador, wizard of the 12th realm of yeah. Ephesius, master yeah. of light and shadow, yes. manipulator of magical delights, yes. devourer of chaos, Mr. Wizard, champion of the mm. great halls of Tarakets, yeah. the elves know me as Fiangalak, the dwarves know me as Zonin and Hoogstangis, and I am known in the northeast as Gaswinius Maystar, oh, and there are secret names, names that I cannot speak aloud, lest I... Turned all of the sky dark red and rained down fire and brimstone upon us all. But yea, I would ne'er do these things. For today, I stand atop the heap of mine enemies, and I do call out, I am Usador, in charge of streets and sanitation in Hog's Face. Which I want to say, speaking of standing atop of heaps... Thank you for cleaning up the heaps of beef because that smell. Yeah, that was after a while, oh, it's yeah. just the hot, oh, hot beef. Yeah, Oof. Oof. no Oof. good. Absolutely. 
So guys, we're trying to do this a little more orderly now. I'm taking minutes for our meetings. I just want to make sure that we covered everything in the first part of the meeting. So uh, I introduced the name of the podcast, mm-hmm. the basic premise of the podcast. Chunt, you introduced what you are, that you're a talking badger, yeah. but then also that you're a shapeshifter. Yep, I had a few ideas for other podcasts that you shot down. Okay, yep, yep. yep. Oh, but then uh, also then Usador, you said your full name and then went on for about a full two minutes, right? If you had to guess? Yeah, more like a minute ten. Okay, great. Well, maybe I'll put it in as two minutes just in case. All right. All right, and then uh, I don't oh, know. We don't have time for banter. I don't did know. Did you introduce your titles? Oh, I'm in charge of the podcast, of course, which is very important because we've learned that the secret weapons in the tavern can only be found with a combination effort from Foon and from Earth, and this podcast is the only connection between those two worlds. And also, I'm in charge of the Vermilion Minotaur. Yes, mm-hmm. the podcast is very important. It is. Good job. Yeah. And in, you're in charge of Minutes. And I'm in charge of minutes. I'm a minute man. But guys, we can't do everything ourselves. We have got a lot of evil minions to manage and make sure they don't do so much evil. Mm-hmm. Which is why we're going to start doing some performance reviews. Ooh. I've been inviting evil people in so we can talk to them. Nice. Find out how evil they are and uh, if we can stop them from being too evil. Point me in the direction of the stupid doofus and his dumb friends. Apparently, I am to conference with them on... No, I don't... No, not that stupid doofus. I don't know who he is. I'd kill him, but I'm not allowed to anymore. The big stupid doofus from Earth. The back, you're so helpful. Send over whatever I can drink where I'll immediately go blind. Hello. Hi, Dripfang. Guys, uh, we're going to do a performance review for the Chef Inquisitor of the Dark Lord, Dripfang. Mm. Aren't you the... Cat's meow now. Oh, the three of you sitting atop a heap of beef that used to be the Dark Lord's dominion. Oh, it makes me writhe and wriggle with rage. Oh, I was sitting on a porterhouse, but I'll put it out on the table. Oh. Mm. Well, Tripfang. <clears throat> I wanted to speak to you about your recent performance. Oh, my God. I've never been angrier. (laughs) Usador, I have to take issue with the way you disciplined the orcs during your time in control of Hogsface. Mm. You killed them without a thought, Mm -hmm. upon a whim. Yes, I did. (laughs) And that is wrong. God, that... If I may be able to respond to this. Of course. No, of course. This is a free forum where you're allowed to speak your mind. Oh, fun. The but also keep in mind, we're your boss now. Ugh. We are your bosses now. But if there's anything we can do better, please let us know. We're open to a dialogue. Well, yeah, we want to be the kind of bosses who we can hear that kind of stuff. We can hear the negative stuff. Like cool bosses. Yeah. But also, we I think we can fire you. Oh, I... I'd, All right, I'm going to be straight with everybody at the table already. If this is a dialogue, before I respond to your evaluation of how I disciplined orcs, I am still so hungover from the Dark Lord's birthday party. I was going to ask. I'm shit-faced. Oh, my God. I got 
ruined. And then when this, it was just a, a hot bucket of fuck by the end of the night. Nothing ever went right. All the food was tipped over. All the work that I did. All the doubling spells that I cast to supply enough beef heaps for the murder orgy. Gone in a flash. And then the god's damned mansion disappears underneath me. I had to jump out of a window like this blue schmuck. Mm-hmm. Now, you're an, I, my, bo- my blue employer, the, my supervisor, Thank who I you. know. Last time I saw you at the party, you were wearing a, a lampshade on your head, and you had taken out your penis, and you were playing it like a tiny lute. Yes. Ah, well, <clears throat> yes. It was cold that day, so the lute wasn't as robust as it normally is. But yes, I had placed a shade for lamp upon my head and left my hot boy, party boy robes just fly around in the breeze. And did, did loot myself all the way back to town, only to find out that my position had been given to you to decide the fate of me. So, <clears throat> I didn't stop drinking, and I haven't stopped drinking, and I'm going to continue. Thank you for this wine. Glug, 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 glug. I've been automatopoeic drinking for a week straight. Arnie, that's when you drink, but you say the sounds of drinking while you drink. Slurp, oh. slurp, glug, 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 wipe of mouth. More wine, please. You get drunk much faster. I'm it, sure. It gets right on top of you, and it's so good. It takes so much liquor to get 996 snakes drunk. It would be 997, but someone stabbed a snake with a wizard-killing blade. R.I.P. Belinda. Ugh. Oh, I was mistaken. That was just a regular blade. I no, I detect lies. However, we shall move on. Disciplining of the orcs. I blew them up and killed them because they didn't listen to me. And so when you don't listen to someone and they are a necromancer, I use the skills that I had at my disposal, mostly saying words and having them explode. Yes, but the more correct way to deal with such oh a problem... Oh, my God. Would you break them in a... a meetings such as this one uh, and talk to them about what they did wrong and ask them how you could help them be better at their jobs. Yes, I'll bring the entire rock tribe of the orcs down to my office and consult them on how to be rabid killing machines better. Sure. Oh. Yeah, you can just say, guys, you, you're killing a lot and that's great, but how can I help you be more rabid and more killing machiney? You always want to sandwich a constructive bit of criticism between a couple of compliments, if you can. Ah, uh, I should... Oh, all right. I'll give it a shot. <clears throat> Com- so it's compliment, criticism, mm-hmm. compliment. Compliment yes, sandwich. Exactly. Yep. A compliment sandwich. <clears throat> Very well. <clears throat> Orcs, what a great job that you have done at being bristling killing machines from the depths of hell. Very good. It's one slice of bread. <clears throat> criticism. Kill everybody faster, you Stupid, stupid, jagged tooth freaks. Not perfect, but all right. Ah. Now the other slice of bread. Great job keeping your daggers, blades, and bladed implements poisoned? That's, this is progress. This is gross. That felt awful. Glug, 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 glug. That's a long bottle. Clang. I ordered the longest bottles they had, and I demand another. So, well, well, here's the thing about the orcs, though. You know, I, we've only seen you kill a couple orcs personally. Yes. But then, apparently, at their funerals, they have a tendency to kill a lot more of them. Correct. And so you, you've diminished about 25% of the orcs in Hogsface. That's correct. 
I am rooting them out so that the strongest orcs were left to destroy the forces who would stand against the Dark Lord. So I'm the head of the guards now, as you may have heard. Oh, boy. So how I like to deal with these kind of things is if you've committed some sort of what we deem a crime, mm-hmm. uh, it's based on the honor system. Do you feel like you should be imprisoned or punished? So, okay. So under the honor system, I get to decide if I should be in prison or not. Mm-hmm. I, no, I don't think I should be in prison. That's fair. Oh, you found the loophole. The one loophole, the one thing you can say, and he found it. I'm not even a lawyer, and I found it. (laughs) Ding, ding. But, guys, this is a learning process for us, too. We're getting a. Every day we're learning better how to be in charge of Hog's Face. Yes, you've been put in charge of the entirety of Hog's Face. And your mission, though, to me, is a mystery. And I must serve you in some ways. I do possess skills that will be valuable in whatever the purpose you have been given by my sovereign might have been. Say you guys want information from someone, yes? Uh, Oh, sure, yeah. I can torture them until they're literally insane and have no control over what they say. So they will speak the truth to relieve themselves of pain. And then I'll give them a nice sandwich, because I am a chef after all, and then destroy them utterly. A literal sandwich or a compliment sandwich? Literal sandwich. No, 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 no. Yes, yep, yep, absolutely. Now, (laughs) while we don't condone torture of any kind, and it has been proven to be ineffective, very clearly, very clearly, that uh, yet there are some of your dark arts that we could put to purpose for ourselves and our hopes. Glug, 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 surprise? Yes. You would use my dark arts for some purpose? You're a necromancer, are you not? I can bring dead things from back... Look, I brought... Look, the, I brought a dead troll hand in here. Oh, it, oh. The troll was dead, and I cut its hand off. And now yes. I bring it... wasum boom bam And look, now it's dancing on my hand. Oh. <laughs> I put a tiny hat on it so that the dance oh. is more jaunty. Oh. It's not <laughs> dancing the way you think a hand would. You'd think it would be using the fingers as legs, but yeah. it's using the stump part of the wrist. Yeah, it's weird. Topping up and to down. bounce around. The bone is sticking into my hand, which is vaguely painful, but I barely feel anything because I'm so freaking... Hung over, and then wabbadibbap damn doom, and then it's gone. Oh, oh, wow. let, me, let me try that. A womp bomp a loop bop a lop bam boom. Uh, yes, and then end it by uh, stating a sound and something sweet that grows on a tree that you would like to consume. Tutti yeah. fruit vegetables. No, oh, uh, yep, and now it turned into a, a bunch of bees. Whoa, whoa. <clears throat> yes, I so yes, to prove your point, as I just did. Necromancy still is an art that I presume. There are secrets here in the tavern that we must unravel. We need you to go to the cemetery. Huh? Speak to those people who have been buried here in Hogsface and have them spill all their secrets. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, everybody be real with me. Yeah. You want me to conjure them and interrogate the dead. Well, interrogate's a strong word. Just have a conversation with them. Okay. But okay. raise them from the dead for sure. Yeah, 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 yes. yeah. That, that oh, part, yes. That's what I'm checking on. You want me to raise that many dead people. Well, look. Dead, dead everything. Trip thing. How, how, and how much detail do we have to explain it? All we're asking you to do, go to the cemetery, <laughs> yep. bring all of the dead people yep. there to life. Yep, 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 yep. And I'm sure something good will come of that. Have a constructive conversation with them about the things that they know about the Vermilion Minotaur. We've been reviewing everyone's records and seeing what they could do to help us out. And as a necromancer, you could speak to people who may have secrets they took with them to the grave. (laughs) And so these fools have given me the tools that I need to destroy them. My greatest act of necromancy ever. Raising an entire cemetery's worth of those which I can control. Bring here to Hogsface and make these three suffer. Uh, Drip Fang, your, your 
monologuing out loud. Are you? Mm, okay, so everybody heard all of that. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, and Trip Fang, you know, a lot of your coworkers have complained to us about the fact that you tend to monologue in front of them. Oh God! Usually about their specific demise, uh-huh. yeah, about betraying them. Yeah, it's uh, a lot of shitty asides that people don't care for. Yeah. The badger is on to me. I must find a way to destroy the badger first. That way that he could... Am I doing this See, again? Right now, this right is now, everybody heard my mouth was moving. The badger, yeah. I don't no. mind this. Ugh. Well, yeah. Glug, glug, glug. <clears throat> Listen, we also need you to visit uh, some people's pets might know secrets. So we we'll, might need you to bring back their pets as well. You, I, I shall report then to the pet cemetery mm-hmm. to raise those. Sometimes they just raise themselves. You bury them in the wrong spot and they just pop up to wreak havoc. <laughs> it's really quite fun. <laughs> Let us all agree. Much like the Dark Lord probably proclaimed in his conversation with you, once the cessation of this sad uh, treaty is over, we'll all go back to just generally trying to butcher one another. Fine. Great. Yo. Arnie, can you read those minutes back to us? Oh, what? Did you get the thing about butchering oh, wait, I'm I so- could have brought an orc stenographer in here. I was supposed to take minutes the whole meeting? Yes. Well, that's why. What, what do, do you think, think it's for? I just took the minutes at the beginning where we were making sure that we were like. Okay. Just- so he's he's probably in charge of a lot of things, which is why he forgot to do the, that thing, right? He's uh, probably in charge of a lot no, of really this important is the things. the main thing he's in charge of. Are you kidding? No. Uh, actually. I'm calling an emergency uh, performance review. Trip Fang, could you join us to help review Arnie's performance? What? Oh, excellent. <clears throat> Arnie, do you mind? We're going to do a performance uh, review. Ooh, I guess I wasn't really prepared for this. The tables are turned on the earth, doofus. And I shall is, have the son of a bitch. Is this how you dress for your performance review? Uh-huh. This is how I dress for just about everything. Do you take job seriously? I do take it seriously. It's like my most important job here in Foon. Well, I don't think you have enough responsibility, and I also think... What? If anything, I've got too much responsibility. Well, yes, the second part of my statement was going to be, I think the responsibility you have, you're failing at. What? Clearly, these these tasks are too menial, and you aren't following through because you aren't using all of your facilities. Yes, and don't you think, as according to the honor system, you should determine your punishment, and so decide whether or not you should, uh, as appropriate punishment for this uh, dereliction of duty, throw yourself into the mouth of a hydra and have the other two hydra heads come on the other side and rip you in three pieces and then spit you at something important? Answer the question. I've thought a lot about what I've done, and I I think that's its own punishment, and I shouldn't be... Uh, eaten by a hydra. Dang. Okay. He got us. Dang. He got us good. That <sighs> hydra thing was good. Thank you. I respect that a lot. I respect you as well. I hate, hate you. you. Hate you straight up. Isn't but... one of your tasks to uh, run the Vermilion Minotaur? Yeah. To do upkeep and, and run it like a business? Upkeep? Yes, yeah. upkeep. This place is still a dump. Did you know that outside the sign that says Vermilion Minotaur, the uh, first couple letters fell off and now it just says Million Minnow? Million Minnow? Yes. I mean, think about it. I like that name. We're not rebranding. We don't want to rebrand. You yourself said we shouldn't. We never did do Vermilion Minotaur t-shirts. It's not too late to just go yeah, with and, Million and, Minnow. And what's that about? You're in charge of the podcast. Shouldn't we have a Vermilion Minotaur t-shirt, or at least a boys' night t-shirt? Oh, you know what? That's something that I have figured out. You know when this, the social media manager was sending that? Uh, the who? So yeah, Oh yeah, okay. Merchant yeah. eyes in the web of rage. Mm-hmm. I figured it out. He was saying more merchandise on the web page. So if you go to hellofromthemagictavern.com, there's a lot more easy links to get to buy merchandise for You're our not show. Show plug your way out of this, okay? Yes, and to answer for what you've done. 
You should travel very far from here, like super duper far. Locate a sea monster who has been at the depths of the seas for so long that it no longer resembles anything else on Foon because it was once a man that was cursed for his misdeeds. And it rises from the depths, looks directly into your eyes, tells you every secret that you have ever tried to keep for your own benefit. And because they are so wretched, you take a knife and you jam it into the most sensitive part of your brain. Oh, boy. You know what? I got to say, parts of that are intriguing. Mm. But the whole knife to the brain thing, I think I've learned such an important lesson from just the great guidance you guys have given me. But I think that's its own thing. Thank you. Great guidance? Yeah. Wow. I just have to say, it's an honor to be working alongside all of you. And I feel like if... If I have like one weakness, yeah. it's that I'm too committed. Oh, wow. wow. Chug. <laughs> Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year, with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Well, I, I'm very impressed that you've managed to turn my, my thoughts around about your job that you were doing here. Speaking of turning things around, oh, yes. I did notice I put a little bit at the end of our uh Three minutes that we also we have to do a Usador review. What? what? Ah. No. Oh, good. good yeah. Good. Yeah. If we could move our chairs yeah. around to this side of the table. <laughs> Usador, how do you feel like you're doing as a wizard? Well, uh, as a wizard, uh, phenomenal. Was wasn't your whole uh, goal to defeat the Dark Lord? Uh, yes, and I'm well like on my way to doing it. Well, no, I have not accomplished it yet, okay. but you know. Uh, Life is a journey of steps, and I'm taking the steps in the right direction. Do a little bit for your career every day. That's what they say. You sort of, where do you see yourself in five years? Uh, at five years from now, I see myself standing over the bloated corpse of the Dark Lord. Five and, years from now? Well, I'll go back there every once in a while. That's really slow for Show off. <laughs> a, I mean, granted... It took us two years to get to this point. No, but. Uh, uh, okay, sometime within those five years, I see myself standing over the bloated corpse of the Dark Lord, sword in hand, as the viscous fluid that he has replaced his blood with doth drip off of it, and I shall scream to the worlds, you are all free again! Yusitor, this is only Tripfang speaking inside your mind. 
I have cast a glamour upon the table at which the two other jerks uh, think that you are still talking and I am doing push-ups like a strong boy. Join me. Join you. Turn on these two. <gasps> Destroy Arnum Narm. Arnaloton. Oh, that's probably... How many push-ups do you think he's been doing? Be- kill Chunt. Beat Arnie to death with Chunt. Take the weapons at your disposal. Use them to raise Chunt from the grave to see what he's done. Then beat him to death with Arnie's corpse. Then join me in the Dark Lord. Rise to the power that is the greatness that is inside you. Or top of... The great halls of Caracas. It's Caracas or Caracas? Caracas. Sorry, I didn't go there for wizard school. Okay. Oh, destroy those very halls. Bring them down around you and rise as we, the three true rulers of Foon, do menace all. Oh, what a tempting offer this is. Think about how kick-ass that would be. To rise above... So I could take care of all of the sweet men and women and children of Foon. And I would then kill them and raise them and they'd dance around. It'd be so cool. No, I would protect them. Mm. If I had ultimate power, mm. I could become the ultimate protector. Uh. And all I have to do is kill these two fools who plagued me these past two years. No, they are my friends, and they are going to help me defeat evil for all time. The get out of my brain, Drifang. Man, I have to say, Drifang, you're a strong boy. Oh, yes. So many push-ups. Thank you. I have to get them in. Drifang, I realize this is the middle of my performance review. Yeah. But I'm going to tell I'm going to tell a tale out of school. Drip Fang just tried to get into my mind and make me evil with him. Well, sounds like we have to revisit our uh, performance review. Okay, move our chairs back over to this side. Okay. Chunt, I'm speaking to you only in your mind right now. What? Kill Usador and beat Arnie to death with him. Then kill Arnie again and beat Arnie to death with Arnie again. And then come and join me as the king of all shapeshifters. Sounds like you've made this offer before. It was really... It kind of rolled off the... Oh, you know what? Okay. Arnie, I'm specifically inside your brain. Uh, um... Can you order me uh, some rooster's feet and then um, some skins of the potato, whether hollowed out and replaced with like melted cheese? Because okay. I have a headache and I can't concentrate and I, right. ju- I just want to die. Tomorrow. That's cool. I won't write it down, okay. but I've got all of it. Know that I'm not trying to tempt you because I think you're fucking stupid. Ugh, what? Oh, what? Was he just in your head? Yeah. Yeah, he made an offer, but it came out like like when somebody's told a story several times, it's like uh-huh. too polished. I, yeah. Listen, we have to punish you for being inside of our minds, making us a you know an evil offer. Ooh. Honor system, do you feel like you deserve to be punished? I feel that I have learned my lesson and will never do it again. Shoot, shoot, damn it. it. You, you, you know what? I've got Are you it. Sure? Uh, Are you sure again that you don't want to kill these guys? Uh, it is tempting. But you, no, I cannot. Uh, Look, I've got to say that this whole punishment system... Chunt. I just don't think it's working, which is why I think we need to do a performance, performance review. Yeah, yeah, I saw this coming. Decided. I saw this ah, coming. Yes. Well, um, I hope you guys all have uh, my resume in front of you, and you'll see from my references that I have uh, Little Richard. There's so many references on it, here. It says like on an here. almost absurd number of references. Contact them. Any of like, them. Contact any of them. The list of references on here. There, I feel like that's one of my strong points. Uh, one of my strong suits is references. But here's the part that's supposed to be your education. And you start talking about your education, and then there's just a bunch more references. It's well, the font is so small. Yeah. Well, I feel like sometimes, like, you should try and call them, because uh-huh. I feel like sometimes you're confused by some of my references. Sure. I noticed here at the top, too, it also says you're a shapeshifter. 
Yes. Uh, I thought you were a badger. I am a shapeshifter. This whole time I've been saying I'm a shapeshifter. Uh, yes, I remember. Remember I was a flamingo? Yes. Uh, a tiny horse years ago? Yes. And maybe an alligator at some point? Yes. Probably? I remember those things. Yeah. Uh, why don't you, uh, why don't you use that more often? I should. You know, at some point Spintax was teaching me how to shapeshift without sleeping with anyone? Yeah. Which would be so helpful, right? So helpful. Sure. Dr. Fang, do you know how to do that? Ah, shape-shifting is an art that I know not how, but I can take the shape of different things just by manipulating the snakes within me. Uh, To ask me to turn into some... uh, I'll still basically keep my same color and uh, clothing and everything, um, but I'll just be in the shape of whatever you want. A giant snake. (laughs) Pretty cool. Donkey. I'm actually, this is a little bit awkward, mm. uh, Drip Fang. You do a lot of great work around Hog's Face, and we feel like you could be a great tool. Mm. But we're a little bit worried about some of the redundancy in snakes. Uh, real quick, can I change back from a donkey? Holding this pose as a donkey is is just fucking me all up. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Redundancies and snakes. I'm made of 996 snakes. I needed 1,000, and I'm already down four. I just don't think we have enough room in a hog's face for all the snakes. Are like, all the snakes doing something, or are some of them... Yes, there's clerical work. Overlap. Yeah. Yes, there's clerical work. There's record keeping, unlike some people at this table. I just feel like <laughs> we... I, I know this is an awful, scary word. We're going to have to downsnake you a little bit. Ooh. We're going to have to let go of 500 snakes. Yeah. I'll be down to 496 snakes. Well, some of them just aren't molting our expectations. I'll be three foot four. <laughs> I mean, that sounds adorable. That I can't be that size. I must be very cute. Ooh, I need to have all these snakes inside <laughs> of me. Well, I, here's I, the thing. Here's the good news, though. I know they're going to have to leave your body, but Chen will provide each of them with a reference. Yes. Oh, eight, all 500 of them to get As a reference? They come yes. out, I will give them each a <laughs> reference. You all, may not get them. Yeah, they'll have to wait till after the credits, but... Yeah. Ugh, that, sounds, that sounds like a fate worse than death. <laughs> like we said, you will be downsized to you three foot four, oh. but better than you be what you are now, which is six foot four and full of muscle. Uh hear me now. Reference one. <laughs> Reference one only. Well, okay, well, Some then, number to go. Okay, then there, go, there goes the first snake then. Goodbye, Matthew. There was your reference. Uh, well, thank you for coming in today, Drip Fang. I yep. hated every minute of this. Uh, we, we're very sorry. We have to let half of you go. <sighs> but uh, but half of you gets to stay. Half of you gets to stay. Thank you for this review. I shall take your notes to heart and seek to make myself useful in the cause of destroying the void and maintaining peace between you and the Dark Lord. That is wonderful. Can we just, for our records, um, did you want to keep the drip half or the fang half? I, or well, some combination? I, we will oh, review and right. make a combination of both so that each... Do you di- want to be dang? Frip? Oh my god. <laughs> Get glip 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 glip. I'll get back. I'll get back to you. Now, of course, if you help us and you do a good job, we'd love to. We'd love to bring those snakes back. We'd love to. Oh, absolutely. Yes, we would love to bring them back into the fold if possible. I'll keep that in mind. But I also keep in mind how I'm going to absolutely effing destroy these jerk offs. I shall make such an end to them. They will wish that their mothers had never seen them. You're monologuing. You're a... One of those roosters' feet gonna get here. Though I did not think of joining Trip 
Fang in his evil ways. I am still tempted to do something about Chantanani. Is that what I find this story them? Usador now aside, he also monologues. I feel like I'm going insane. Everyone's monologuing. 500 references? I don't know if I have that in me. I, I, I know they won't be funny. I don't know. I think the Baron said goo goo dolls. Did I just imagine that? That's a real weird thing for him to say. Uh, I've had a request from some of the snakes that they be put in some manner of sex maggot department so that they can clean oh, the up the S&M department? Yes, exactly, so that they can maintain some of their evil purpose by cleaning up after murder orgies. I'm assuming we're still having murder orgies, that not everything has gone all topsy-turvy. Uh, uh, there's no plan to have murder orgies. Yeah. Oh, and if there were, we'd make sure everyone came. Now, there are lots of plans to have orgies. Oh, they just won't end in murdering the first person who has an orgasm. That's right. I hate everything. But as we've been learning, uh, plans to make orgies don't necessarily result in as many orgies as plans. True. Sometimes you get too toe up on dream wine to get your main snake going. Yeah. I hate that I said that. Yes. <laughs> hey, uh, Chun, have you gotten any emails lately? Because, you know, obviously, besides being in charge of all the guards, you are still manning the email address chunt with six T's at gmail.com. Absolutely. You can also find me on Twitter uh, at chunt with six T's. This is from Robert Simmons to chunt at gmail.com. Uh, the subject says salsa mailer demon. Uh, and it looks like it's just a recipe for uh, a salsa on Earth, perhaps. Maybe, you, sir, would you mind reading this in your chef case? Oh, I would be delighted. Ooh. And then don't don't eat Arnie's phone. I know that will help you remember the recipe, but we can also just write it on your hand. Or, I mean, write it down. Three peeled peaches. Four cocktail tomatoes. One third cup chopped onion. One third cup cilantro. Three garlic cloves. Eight ounces green peppers, two teaspoons cider vinegar, two teaspoon lemon juice, one third teaspoon pepper, touch of ghost pepper, half teaspoon red pepper flakes, half teaspoon cumin, one tablespoon honey. You know that if uh, you take that exact recipe and you swap out honey for uh, the blood that is uh, dripped uh, from a uh, chimera's wound, you can make a great potion that will give a giant paranoid schizophrenia. So just that's something if that's something applicable on Earth. But yeah, just in case you want to drive a giant bug fuck. Yeah. But, you know, guys, we've been focusing so much on stuff within the town of Hogsface, but we shouldn't forget that one of our most important missions now is to unlock the secrets of the tavern so that we can find a weapon that can stop the void. Absolutely. Which brings us to our performance review of Mundle the Grundle. Oh, Mundle. Great job. What's that? Is that where you were going? No, no, I was just going to say that it's as important as ever that our listeners... Uh, send us emails with suggestions of ways that we can unlock the secrets of the tavern because some of this information is probably only available on Earth. That's very true. We must work together to solve these clues and thereby find the weapon that will destroy the void. For instance, I was looking at the painting of Otok's father that we got the clue from before, which is how we found that... uh, That very normal knife. That very normal knife. That killed Belinda? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, before we opened that painting up and found the compartment behind it, mm-hmm. 
Darby was alive, right? Otak's father, Darby Barleyfoot? Because when we put the painting back on the wall, the picture of him is dead. Yeah, he's just laying on the ground. Yeah, it's just a painting of a dead Darby. Cool. Oh, the painting itself appeared alive, but now appears dead. Oh, yeah, I assume Otak... I mean, I assume Otak's father has been dead for a long time. I don't really know. Yes, he passed away some years ago. But now the... In the painting, he's dead. Oh, how interesting. And he's weirdly pointing up into the sky above him. To to Dion? To Dion? The ceiling? The ceiling. Oh, ceiling, ceiling Dion? Dion? Uh, maybe, well, right above him on the ceiling, on that part of Dion, is, it looks like a family crest with cats in it. Cat crests. Cat. Cat crest. Oh, is that for blemish? Cat, cat crest. Is yes. that Blemish's family crest? It could be. Oh, that's gotta be Blemish's crest, right? Bunch I, of cats? I guess so. Well, if anyone on Earth has any ideas about that, you can email me at magictavern at puppies.supplies. It's a real email address. Or you can contact me on Twitter at UsadorTheBlue. Or if you want to get in touch with Dripfang, throw a rock at a basilisk, die in its service, and then go fuck yourself. God, so I'm just already so drunk. Dripfang, we also probably do need to talk about your drinking on the job. Drink, 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 drink. It's pretty awesome, right? Yeah, you're I was about you're literally saying drink. What are, <laughs> you're drinking on the job. But what are you talking about? Well, I think now that we're trying to be a little more proactive. We drink every week on this podcast. We always have ales and rainbow bowls and the like. I, I, I was thinking that maybe just until we figure out how to defeat the void that we should maybe stop drinking. What? On the Show at least. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. I'm out. Not drinking on the show anymore? Well, guys, let's do like a sober until the void is destroyed over. That I thought that was gonna go somewhere mm, as I started it did saying not. it. But all the more reason I should stop drinking. Alcohol consumption, alcohol consumption, alcohol consumption, putting glass on table. It's I like, didn't catch any of that. I was getting shit. <laughs> you mean like in October, yeah. we would remain Sober. Well, I'm game. I mean, you can call me Mr. October because I won't get Jack, son. One of the snakes slithered away. Ah, Reggie! <laughs> he was so arrogant, but so good at his job. Was he wearing glasses? He was. He was. He didn't care that people didn't know he had bad eyesight. He fought with his manager when he grew up in Oakland, and then he transferred to a section of Skur known as the Bronx. Driphang, I appreciate you doing a good chunk of Chunt's job for him. <laughs> Hey, anytime. Anytime you guys also want to talk about Pete the Rose, I am around. Well, when you burn through the A-list like we did last week, I guess seven days later you gotta spend 40 minutes licking the batter from the bowl. Yuzudo the Wizard was played by Mate Yingling. Chant the Shapeshifter was played by Adorable Rafiki. Dripfang the Necromancer was played by special guest Kevin Suretta. Kevin performs regularly with the Improvised Shakespeare Company at Chicago's IO Theater. And on the five days of the week ISC doesn't perform, Kevin can be found at home, wondering what went wrong. Spoiler alert, he knows what went wrong. All right, Robot Arnie. On your personal hero's journey, this is somewhere between the call to adventure and the mentor loses interest. Don't worry, Robot Arnie has been programmed to do anything Craig can do. Hello from the Magic Tavern is produced by Arnie Niekamp, Ryan DeGiorgi, and Evan Jakover. This episode edited by Ryan DeGiorgi. 
The Magic Tavern logo was created by Allard Laban, and the Magic Tavern theme song was made by Andy Poland. Once again, don't forget about our upcoming Washington, D.C. live show November 14th at the 6th and I Historic Synagogue with special guest David Plotz from the Slate Political Gab Fest. You can get tickets and information by going to hellofromthemagictavern.com and clicking on the live shows tab. And while you're at hellofromthemagictavern.com, look around at some of the merchandise, some of the shirts. The holidays aren't so, so far away. Follow us on Twitter, follow us on Facebook, contribute to the wiki, have conversations on Reddit, share some fan art, journal your secret thoughts about the show, stealthily sneak a stranger's phone out of their pocket or purse at a party, and then subscribe to the podcast and slip the phone back before they're any the wiser. And make sure to keep hydrated. Hydrated. Hello from the Magic Tavern is part of the Earwolf Podcast Network, and as always, thank you to the Chicago Podcast Co-op. I'm going to go try to figure out some of these clues. See you next week. So you know Pete the Rose? I'm well familiar with Pete the Rose and his works. Oh, that's amazing. You know, uh, uh, he's, is he still red? That, ooh. <sighs> Goodbye, Amanda. Yes, he still, uh, he adorns himself in the red colors of his glory days, but now no more. He's done himself grave dishonor and is considered pariah by all. Ooh, I wouldn't bet on him. No. Ooh, God. Ooh, ooh. Daphne. Have you ever seen a stone rose? They're nice, but they always want to be adored. Oh, there goes Candence and Terrence. They're married, so I'm glad they left at the same time. What were their names? Terrence and Candence. Bergen. Ow! (laughs) That one had a a sensible pantsuit on. Was that one brown? To be fair, we didn't say they would all be good references. No, no. never. Yes, that one was brown and left with another snake named Murphy. Oh, fuck, now I'm doing it. I didn't even know I was doing it. You know they escape out of my fingernails, so it's super painful, right? Well, you know, if Murphy escaped, that's just going to be the law, huh? <laughs> Anything that can happen will. <laughs> Goodbye, Jose. And Smith. Duh. <laughs> that was Neil. Oh, he maintained my pituitary system. There goes Patrick and Harris. Uh, I'm, slow, I'm shrinking more and more by each passing moment. Pituitary left? Oh, talk about an American gland stand. <laughs> there goes Dick and there goes Clark. Jennifer? Is that something? You just said a name. You just said a fucking name. I'm trying to give references. Jennifer's a woman that I went to high school with, but other than that... That's what I meant. <laughs> Oh, well, okay, there you go. One of the snakes I hated just got out of me. Uh, don't bring copper to a gold party. <laughs> Nancy's love story could have been ripped right out of the pages of one of her own novels. She was a romance mystery writer who happens to be married to a chef. But this story didn't end with a happily ever after. When I stepped into the kitchen, I could see that Chef Brophy was on the ground, and I heard somebody say... Call 911. As writers, we'd written our share of murder mysteries. So when suspicion turned to Dan's wife, Nancy, we weren't that surprised. The first person they look at would be the spouse. We understand that's usually the way they do it. But we began to wonder, had Nancy gotten so wrapped up in her own novels... There are murders in all of the books. ...that she was playing them out in real life? You can listen to Happily Never After, Dan and Nancy, early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts.